0: Hello America, happy Thursday, a very important fun day for the podcast. Yep, we had 30 minutes with President Trump down at Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday night. Amanda Head and I did, and we want to just adapt that to a podcast. That's going to be the primary podcast for the day today. Our exclusive interview with former President Donald J. Trump from Mar-a-Lago. Lots of issues, elections, policy, crime, inflation, Russia and Ukraine, China, China clean energy, lots of different things. And what's interesting, and people always say, what's the difference in every interview you do with the president, former president? And the answer is this time, I really felt like Donald Trump was leaning forward into 24, 26, certainly the 2022 election. He was carrying the grievances of the American people on his shoulder, not necessarily his own personal grievances about what happened to Matt Mar-a-Lago or during the election. He really was saying, hey, it's time to stand up and fix this country for everyday working Americans and suburban moms. And it was an interesting. It was more policy oriented, more America's grievances uh, oriented. And he said he has this great moment. You'll hear it in a second where he says, you know, people say, are oh, you are conservative or are you liberal? And the answer is, I don't care. I'm just common sense. That's what Americans want. They want a common sense political leader. And I think that word common sense kind of delineates all throughout the interview with him. So we're going to play that in its entirety. Then we'll take a quick commercial break. And then we will come back with another interview we did last night that I thought was really interesting. Donald Trump is a real estate guy. He's built a lot of buildings, the Trump Tower in New York, the Trump Hotel in Washington, many buildings around the world, billions of dollars of buildings. But last night, Devin Nunes, the former congressman, the guy who unraveled the Russia collusion story, came on the show and he said that Donald Trump's built something else that's more important than all those physical structures. And I think you want to listen and see what Devin Nunes said that special build was and why it's so meaningful at this moment in American history. We're going to do those back to back today. So sit back, enjoy a podcast dedicated to our interview with President Trump, former President Donald Trump, the 45th President of the United States, and then a little reflective time with the current CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group, the group that runs Truth Social. Devin Nunes, we're going to have that as well. All right, sit so back. with a quick commercial break. When we come back, our interview with President Donald J. Trump. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C slash just news to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, amac.us slash just news. That's amac.us forward slash just news.
1: We are here at beautiful Mar-a-Lago with the 45th president of the United States, Mr. President, thank you so much for allowing us time to ask a few questions. Thank
2: you very much.
1: During your administration, not only that, but also during your campaign, you ushered in a new Republican Party, a big tent Republican Party, and we saw waves of blacks and Hispanics move over to the Republican Party. We are 35 days out from the midterms. What is your advice to Republicans to seize on that movement, and what did Democrats do wrong to send people running?
2: Well, you know, it's very interesting when you talk about the tremendous Hispanic population that's come and the African-American population. They want to see no crime because, you know, they're the biggest victims in the truest sense of the word. They want no crime and they want borders. What people didn't know about the Hispanic when I talked about the wall, the wall, the wall, and then we built the wall and then we want to build more wall and... All of this, that the people that most wanted it were the Hispanics because they knew it was coming over. They knew the problems they were going to have. So I really think that you have to talk about more than anything else, obviously the economic, the financial, all of the things, inflation. But you have to talk about crime because they're so badly affected by it. And the Republicans have a big advantage on crime. I mean, how can you have not a big advantage when you look at defund the police? These people still want and they still talk about defunding the police. So I think it really should be very good for Republicans. Yeah,
0: that, that it is. Sir, you've had two big legal actions in the last two days. You sued CNN for $475 million, and today you took it to the Supreme Court challenging the Justice, Biden Justice Department. Tell us about both of those and why they're important to your future.
2: Well, with uh, CNN, it's just, like, incredible. They just say anything. You know probably better than anybody, John. They'll say whatever comes to mind. They talk about the big lie. I said, well, prove the big lie. The big lie is not a big lie at all. It's the opposite. The big lie is the opposite. All the stats, we have everything. Unfortunately, we haven't had judges that want to look at it. They don't want to change elections, etc. But you show us it's a big lie. They will never be able to do that. And so we sued CNN for a lot of money, and we'll see how that goes. I think it should go very well. And the other is just a continuation of the weaponization of the Justice Department and the FBI. You know, if you look and you covered it brilliantly, you look at the warehouses that the Bushes have, uh, warehouses that are totally unsecured. One of them has a broken front door. You can walk in if you want. And this is where they have all their records. Uh, you look at the $33, 000, thirty three thousand dollars. Think of this, thirty three thousand Hillary Clinton deleted emails. Mm -hmm. You look at what happened with her husband, where they lost thousands and thousands of papers and documents. And that happened with Bush, too. And you look Mm -hmm. at all of the complexities and what happened with Obama. And then they talk about us. I think we were the most secure place. You take a look at this. We were probably the most secure. So it's a weaponization by the DOJ and i think it's just something that has to stop so we uh, we fight that battle i think we're doing very well in that battle and i think the public agrees with us because you know better than anybody my poll numbers are higher now than they ever were so i think the public understands what's happening
1: mr president john and i have both remarked how your demeanor out at rallies i mean you have thousands and thousands of people at these rallies who are so excited to be there and see you and your demeanor is very similar to what it was in 2015 and 2016 when you were running for president. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to announce? Well, it's a
2: very interesting statement. I appreciate it. I think that's very nice. But if you think about it, I did much better in 2020 than I did in 2016. Uh I got 12 million more votes. Uh We had uh, 63, and then we ended up with at least 12 million. I say much more than 12 million more votes. So people will often say, what was the difference between... 2016 and 2020, and I'll say, well, actually, the difference was we just did better rallies. We were much better. We did a much better job in 2020, but things happened that should never be allowed to happen again because... What you say, and I don't want to have your show canceled, so what you might do is you might just cut this question out. If you leave this answer, you'll probably be censured and canceled. No, what I really
1: (laughs) want to know is that trend, is that going to continue in 2024?
2: I I think it will. I think that if I decide to do it, look, the rallies, you've seen the rallies. I think they're bigger than ever. We were in Alabama. We had 63,000. We were in Texas. We had 87,000 people show up. And... Uh, The one in Ohio, the one the other night in Michigan. I mean, these are tremendous rallies that are packed. Mm. And it's, uh, they say, the greatest show on earth. I don't know why, but they say it's the greatest (laughs) show on earth. We have a lot of fun at the rallies, and the people love it, and it's very good. I think it's very good for the country.
0: As you look out, uh, you have done a good job of identifying what it is that Biden did wrong. If you look ahead in 2024, whoever president is, Whoever the president is, who, what are the first few steps they need to do to reverse what Joe Biden has put into motion?
2: Well, so many things should have never happened. Ukraine with Russia should have never happened. It would have never happened if I were president. Would have never. I can say that with 100%. I think he saw probably, Putin looked and he saw the disaster in Afghanistan, one of the most embarrassing, probably the most embarrassing period of time in the history of our country. And he said, wow, this is my chance. But because he always wanted it. I knew that. But and I had a very good relationship with him. He would have never happened. And you may have Taiwan happening there, too. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of things that you wouldn't have done. First of all, the border. We had the border sealed up and beautiful as good, I guess, probably. Everybody reports it, so I'll say it. But we had the strongest border in the history of the country, southern border. And now it's the worst border, I think, ever anywhere that this I say in the rallies, there is no third world country that would allow millions of people to come in totally unchecked from prisons from all over the world. I mean, we have over 129 countries last month where people came in. That would mean you have 129 prison systems, I guess, in some form. And those people are being allowed into our country and being ushered into our country. And it's just sick. So that's a big thing. And of course, energy, because energy started this whole disaster and and you know again without the energy you wouldn't have had Afghanistan and you wouldn't have had certain things uh, happening but you take a look at energy with Ukraine energy with almost everything involves energy if you make donuts if you make uh, anything you make has to do and when they ended our energy we were energy independent think of this We were energy independent. We were soon going to be energy dominant. We would have been bigger than Saudi Arabia and Russia combined. And I won't say times two, but pretty close to times two. We were going to supply the world, and they just ended it. It was shocking, the shock. And that caused, that started the rise of inflation. It also gave Putin so much money, because remember, we had it down to $40 a barrel. When it went up to $130 a barrel... That war is very inexpensive by comparison to the kind of money he was taking in. So that would have. And that's another way of stopping it, by the way. If you could get it down to 40, 50 dollars a barrel, he wouldn't be able to have the war. It would stop. Yep. Other than that, you'd have to talk to him and you have to reason with him, But that should have never, ever happened. So it's a reverse head. But I'd strengthen the border and I'd give us plenty of energy. And I stop with all the nonsense because it's so sad. I mean, when you look at the stupidity of all electric cars, you have no choice. They don't go very long. You know, I have a friend. He wants to take a drive in the country, but he doesn't have enough. And he juices it up. It takes him hours and hours. And then if he gets stuck, he's in big trouble. He's in big trouble. They don't go long enough. And it's the whole thing is ridiculous. Let the market take care of that. But uh, you have to bring back. The energy You have to bring it back. You have to stop with the windmills all over the place that are all made in China, by the way, and Germany, but mostly in China. Uh, and I think very importantly, we have to seal up our border fast. And we have to get the bad cookies. We have to get them out of our country because we have terrorists here. We have people that came in, not only on the plane from Afghanistan. You know, mm-hmm. that ride from Afghanistan, if you take a look at the people on the plane, mm-hmm. those were not... They, those were the strongest... And the fittest and the people that could rush the plane the best, okay? Mm-hmm. You're gonna pay a big price for those flights and you're gonna pay a bigger price for all of the people that are coming in from all over the world. 129, 133, 100, I guess uh, two months ago it was 135 different countries. Most people don't even know you have that many countries. So it's, uh, we have a lot of, we have a lot of work to do. Uh, the biggest problem is millions and millions of people are here. Now you say, how do you get them out? How do you get them out? How do you get... Because I believe the number is probably 10 million, not 3 or 4 million. You know, they say 2 million. It's yeah, not 2 no, million. Not but I believe the real number is 10 million. So that's like bigger than New York City at 8 million. Yeah. Bigger than New York City. And I think the numbers is maybe much higher than that. And many of those people are not people that we want in our country. And the Hispanics know that, by the way. They know it better than we do. Yeah. They know... They know it so well, and that's why they voted for me in such big numbers. You oh, look sure at my Miami yeah. numbers. Yeah. In Miami, what I did, nobody's ever seen numbers like that as a Republican. Yeah. And they felt that they were going to be secure. And that's what they were.
1: Yeah.
2: Not so much now.
1: No. And and along those lines, a moment ago you mentioned uh, defunding the police, and there seem to be a lot of policies that Democrats heading into midterms Maybe don't want to discuss because you're seeing Democrats like Katie Hobbs and John Fetterman and Mandela Barnes not wanting to debate, but also Republicans. Who suffers more, Republicans or Democrats, when they don't show up to debate and give answers to the electorate?
2: Well, you have to debate. And it's going to be very interesting because Oz is a very good man. He wants to debate. And Fetterman, who is actually somebody that always got a lot of votes, but now he's not the same person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people of Pennsylvania need somebody that's going to be out there and make it a case for Pennsylvania, whether it's energy, which, by the way, they're killing. The Democrats have killed the energy industry in Pennsylvania and obviously Texas and Oklahoma and every other place. But you look at what's happened with what they've done to jobs and Fetterman cannot go and, you know, do it effectively. And Oz is a very capable guy. Now, they say they have a debate coming up, but the debate is long after the yeah. The fake votes, you know, I call them the fake votes Start. That's the mail-in ballots. We shouldn't have mail-in ballots unless somebody's very, very sick or it's military far away. We should go to paper ballots like they did in France. 36 million people, they had no disputes, they had no money. There was paper ballots and it was one-day voting. They didn't store them over there in the corner. And you see the boxes moving all over the place. They didn't do that. Uh, They should go to one-day voting, they should go to paper ballots... And you would have elections that everybody could be proud of. Because right now, this country is a stock all over the world. They're laughing at our stupid elections. But with all of that being said, they have a debate in Pennsylvania that's long into the mail-in ballots. Yeah. So a lot of the ballots will be already in. And I had that, too, with with uh, Biden, where I was... My, the second debate was a great debate. But so many of the ballots were already I in. I mean, they used... They used the pandemic. They used COVID, or as I call it, because I want to be accurate, the China virus. But they used the China virus in order to cheat. So a lot of these ballots were already in. Where they came from, nobody knows, but they came. And the debate, well, they have the same thing. They have a debate after a lot of the votes were already cast. So. You know, and I have a feeling he's not going to show up to that debate. He'll find some reason that he's not
0: going to show up. All right, folks, we're going to dip out for a quick second, take a quick commercial break. When we come back, more of our interview with President Trump right after this.
3: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Sir, you have dealt with a censorship, cancel culture, unlike any American politician in history. You've tried to create the solutions. You have truth, you've helped Bolsonaro in Brazil. Um, when you look now that there's evidence that the government itself is assisting this for over the last few years, what would you do to get federal agencies out of the business of refereeing speech in America?
2: Well, the elections have been unfair for so many reasons. Uh, number one, stuffing the ballot box. And that's sort of the easy one. Everyone sees it, whether it's 2000 mules or hundreds of other ways uh, and using the pandemic, as we said. But, you know, now we're finding things like the FBI telling Facebook, yeah. don't go there. Don't use it. Mm. That's on the Biden. Now, if you look at your favorite pollsters, like John McLaughlin came up with a poll, and he said it's a 17-point difference. It is. 17 points. I won anyway. But 17 points is, you know, that speaks up. Mm-hmm. Had they been allowed to use that, and they were virtually, I don't know if they were told or asked not to, or convinced not to, but whatever, they were not able to use it. And I saw it in New York, where only the New York Post went with it. Yeah. And uh, throughout the country, nobody else. And then even the New York Post was canceled, yeah. if you remember. You really couldn't gone. talk I'll about that no. subject. No. And there are still subjects you can't talk about. Well, you can't talk about They don't let you talk about the election. Yeah. That's why you'll probably have to cut half of this stuff out. But <laughs> they, otherwise you won't have a show. Yeah, say, that you know. shows right. off the air. Yeah, but I have a feeling you two about. are going to be just fine. But they don't talk about the election. No, they don't. The election is the number one thing they will not talk about mm. because they know they can't justify it. They know the numbers are fake, and there's tremendous evidence. You know, the, uh, unselect committee, a political, I always say a political thugs and thieves, and you know, the people on that committee, that's the real beauties, right? But the unselect committees, when you look at it, they didn't do anything on the election fraud. They, no. they only do people that are talking about wanting fair elections. In other words, people that are questioning the election, those people have gone through hell, but they didn't do anything to the people that cheated who are numerous and they know who they are. And they also didn't talk about the fact that I recommended 10 to 20,000 soldiers through the Secretary of Defense and other people there. And if you had not 10,000 or 20,000, but 500 soldiers or 250 soldiers, you wouldn't have a January 6th -hmm. as it was. And uh, they don't talk about that. It's pretty amazing when you
0: think yeah, of found it, so. those documents. You definitely ordered them on January yeah. 2nd. They were offered yeah. on January 2nd. And we reported crazy. on it a lot. Yeah. Wow. Pretty amazing, right?
1: Is- Mr. President, you fly all over the country. You have your finger on the pulse of, of American sentiment. But two months ago, roughly, the FBI descended upon this property uh, and rifled through your property. A lot of folks have talked about how they can reform the FBI, what needs to happen. Uh, for, for Americans' trust to be reinstilled in the FBI. Your thoughts?
2: Well, they've got a long way to go. This was a bad thing for them. It was a bad thing for the country. Uh, the world was watching, and uh, we got some beautiful helicopter shots of the property. It's a beautiful <laughs> property, but the world was watching when they yeah. did that, and that was an incredible thing to do. It was a horrible thing to do. It's like a police state. And a lot of people saying that our country has gone down in so many different ways. When you look at what's happening with uh, the financial, when you look at what's what this uh, terrible look, inflation is just eating our people alive. It's eating them alive. And now it's going higher and higher. And I don't know if you've been watching, but over the last three, four days, energy prices are going much higher. So so many things are wrong. But when that happened, it really set. Our country back. Now, you can only say and you can only hope that that's going to be a good thing because we'll learn by it and they'll do whatever has to be done. But it all starts from the top. It has to start from the top. And I, I can say, you know, we ran an operation that was much different. They didn't do this kind of thing. This is uh, endemic to Democrats. And when you look at voting and voting fraud, it just seems that Democrats do it and they do it very well. And that's all they do very well. Because, you know, when you look and I say this on occasion, uh, defund the police, no voter ID. I mean, all of these things, open borders, open who wants open borders with people coming in by the millions, millions and millions. And again, I believe 10, maybe even 12 million people, not 3 million people. But who wants these things? Uh, High energy prices? Uh, no fuel, no this. Everything has to be for a car that goes for an hour and a half. And then you have to do something. I don't know what you do. You get out and you start. Well, and, and yeah. the, the time it takes to, you know, to. Run, I, I have to tell. So there's a certain congressman, nice guy, in a certain state. And he always drives into Washington. And he's very, It's like a six, seven hour drive. But he, always, he said, this drive has turned out to be a disaster. He wanted to do his thing for the environment, which it doesn't help the environment. Because when you look at what they have to do to the ground, to our earth, and by the way, everything's located in China. We have oil under our feet for gasoline, but everything over there is located. This is like a Chinese dream because all of the minerals, all of the everything they need to make that battery just the way they want it's located in China or areas like the Congo that it sounds to me like China controls the Congo because they're smart. They said that's where we have a certain something. But think of it. These batteries, everything comes from China, and we have everything here. They don't need that anymore. We have, I call it liquid gold, we have all this liquid gold under our feet, and they don't want to use it. So it's very sad, but uh, we can only hope that things are so foolish, so stupid right now. And you know, the American people have a lot of common sense. When people say, you can serve it, I say, no, I'm a common sense person. You can call it conservative or call me a radical liberal. I don't care. It's called common sense. We want borders. We want a strong military. We want great education. We want low interest rates, as low as we can. That's another thing that's happening. The interest rates are going through the roof. So there's a lot of problems with this country right now. We had it. This was prior to COVID coming in the day before. There was nobody I mean, there was never a country like this. We were just African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, women, men, education, number one in your class at MIT, or you don't have a high school diploma. Everybody was doing well. And the country was coming together. I was saying the other day, I was telling people, how do you get the country together? When we were just prior to COVID, it was so good. I was getting calls from people that you would be shocked. You would have a major news story, okay? Because he likes those news stories. But he would have breaking news. Guilty. But I was getting calls from people that I would have never even thought, can we get together? The countries who are doing well. I mean, it was amazing. And then we had COVID. And then we did it again. And we did Operation Warp Speed mm-hmm. and did a great job with that. Never got the right credit for that, but that's okay. Never get credit for anything. But... We did a great job. And then it came and we handed back a higher stock market than it is today. Pretty amazing. And by the way, a higher stock market that was even Mm pre-COVID, which is even more amazing when you think about it. But the one thing that if you look at the horrible thing that the country, the horrible experience that the country is having right now, and we're hurting the world very badly, too, and the world's hurting us also because... They don't think about America first. They think about themselves first. But the whole world is actually doing very, very badly, if you look. But the one thing is that when we do what has to be done, people will accept it. And maybe especially on crime, because you can't let packs of people, not necessarily young people either, packs of thugs by the hundreds walk into a big store, run in through the windows, break the glass, break the doors, and then just steal everything in in a matter of minutes and have the police out there not doing anything, not their fault, because they're told not to do it. And if they do do it, they're going to lose their pension, they're going to lose their job, they're going to lose their family. You have to give authority back to the police. They know how to stop this stuff. But when you look at the kinds of crime, and then you have the individuals just beating up people, coming out of nowhere and whacking somebody on the back of the head with a bat, I mean, I don't, I've been watching the news for a long time. I've never seen anything like like what's going on now. This is like, this is not civilization anymore. So, I do believe that it will be very acceptable to do what you have to do to get the country back on track. Even other foreign countries, I have friends in France, I have friends in other places... And they call and they see the same kind of crime scenes that we have, you know, punching people in the face, beating up the woman the other day so badly, so horribly, kicking her in the face so viciously. And they see that in France. You know, it's played all over the world. This isn't played like just within our borders. And they call and they say, is it really that bad? I said, no, it's worse. It's worse. So we have to authorize our police to do what you have to do. Because nobody can live like that. People are afraid to walk outside
0: to buy a loaf of bread. And we have to change that. Mr. President, i got to go just one last question. People are going to walk into that ballot box on November 8th. What's the question you want them to ask before they pull that lever?
2: Well, I think they're going to start by asking who's going to solve crime. And that's Republicans, because it really is going to be who's going to solve crime. And the second question, some people think it's the first, I think it's maybe the second, is inflation. Because inflation is absolutely killing the American family. It's killing businesses, killing everybody. But inflation is a real problem. We also have a dollar. You know, it sounds good to say a strong dollar. But the other currencies are purposely weak. And they're stealing all our business. You know, it's too long and too complicated to talk about. But having a strong dollar makes it, makes it very hard for the United States to sell caterpillar tractors that are made here. Mm-hmm. It makes it very hard for people to come here. I have properties in Europe that are doing unbelievable business because the pound is way down. In Japan, the yen is yeah. down. In China, their currency is way, way down. You know, I used to fight with China. I said, you're not going to let your currency go down any further. We used to have fights over it, the yuan, and I'd say, you can't do it, setting records. And I fought them very hard, and I had to at least get up. Because, you know, when it goes down to a certain level, our companies in this country can't compete with it. You take a look at what's happening. And it sounds great to have a strong dollar. Sounds great. But it's usually inverse, if that makes sense. And it makes it very hard for us to compete. There are some advantages to it, but there's some tremendous disadvantages. Yeah. And it's really hurting the country.
0: Uh, Mr. President, on behalf of Real America's Voice and Justin Hughes, thank you for spending so much time with us today. And uh, we look forward to interviewing again sometime. Thank well, you. I want to
2: thank you for doing a great job. You are a courageous man. Thank and you, I want to thank you and compliment you on behalf of a lot of people. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank, thank you. thank you, John. Thank, thank you very much.
0: All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, an interview with Devin Nunez on something Donald Trump built that he thinks is the most important contribution to society. We'll have that right after this commercial message. <laughs>
1: Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
0: We're going to go take a, a conversation out to the field to the man President Trump picked to solve the censorship problem in America, get people back online without fear of having their voices silenced. You, I know him as the man who unraveled Russia collusion former congressman from california he's now the ceo of the trump media and technology group and the man leading the truth social media app uh devin Nunes, uh, congressman good to have you on the show
3: sir well it's great to see both of you and you guys are both in the swamp i'm sorry that i'm not there not really but <laughs> i know john your, your new studio is very nice so i look <laughs> forward to being with you soon there
0: yeah man we, we had you in here once already that was fun actually it was a good time um We had this great conversation with President Trump, and uh, he we were talking just before the commercial break. He's really leaning into the future with a lot of solutions. He talked about ways to solve crime and Russia and election integrity. But one of the things we talked about was censorship and the fact that we've gotten to this crazy point where half the country's voice is being silenced. Truth is the leading edge of the Trump solution You've got some new things going on, a new app in the Samsung store and a coming feature with instant messaging. Tell us what's going on in the truth.
3: Well, look, I think you hit the nail on the head there, and that is that this is a major accomplishment for President Trump. And look, he hasn't done it alone, but I will tell you that True Social, working with Rumble have really been standing in the breach between total tech tech tyranny across all the platforms that would be knocking off every conservative that's around, especially now what you've dug out at just the news in the last few days with the Biden administration's involvement, the FBI's involvement with all of these tech companies. Can you imagine where we would be had Donald Trump not went out and created True Social? We would be in a very, very dark spot. And it is very possible that maybe, just maybe, the most important creation uh, in, in Donald Trump's whole career will be the creation of true social. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, I actually, as you know, John and Amanda, you know, I believe that to my core. It's why I left Congress to go and do this. And and, and just let me, you know, just expand on that a little bit. Just Just look at what we've built in such a short time, right, that where we've built it so it's indestructible. You know, every day we get attacked by whether it's the fake news or the other companies or bad actors around the globe that are trying to attack our platform. And you know what? We're still here. We're still here. We're still growing. And probably the most important thing that you alluded to now is that Samsung. Uh, We went to work with Samsung. They control about 60 percent or more of the Android market, about 30 percent of the entire market. We weren't sure how easy they would be to work with, but we went out, we worked with them, and boom, we got, got it done. We're now in the Samsung Galaxy s- store. And I think that what that shows me is, is that I think a lot of these companies are deciding whether or not they're going to be with big tech tyranny or not. Hmm. And I think where you see Samsung coming down with this quick approval for us, and granted, it's not across all, all of Android, But it is in the largest segment of Android, and that is with, if you have a Samsung phone, the bottom line is you can go on your phone, go to the Samsung Galaxy Store, and you can download the True Social app. Boom, just like that, and it's working great, and it's only been live for 24 hours, uh, and we've had thousands of people already sign up, and I think the word is not hardly even out there. And, of course, with Apple, they've been very, very good to work with. So, look, elections are coming up soon, investigations, I'm sure, are to ensue, but... There is nothing that President Trump has created that's more important than True Social right now. Because if not everyone, there would be no one that would be untouched. And and as we sit here and speak now on all these other platforms, John and Amanda, people that you and I know have been booted. They're gone and they really have no voice. A few have come over to to True Social, uh, but it's just continuing to, to happen. And True Social is there in the breach, protecting America in order for them to get their voice back and for them to be able to exercise their constitutional right of freedom of speech.
1: Yeah, I know those green bubble people, that's what I call them, the non-Apple <laughs> users, the green bubble people are very happy that, that true social is becoming more and more available to, to, to them. I wanted to ask you, you know, the conservatives for a long time have suspected what my co-host John Solomon, the great John Solomon, has contributed to the reporting of, um, this really gross relationship between big tech and government and the censorship that ensues from that. I know that you and Truth Social and, and, and your group would never offer up that information to the government. You would never be a part of that type of relationship that contributes to the censoring of americans but how do you make sure that everybody's data is safe so that it's not stolen instead of just being offered
3: yeah well one of the that's the key part about our partnership with rumble right rumble is indestructible big tech can't can't get to them and because of that we're indestructible right we're using the rumble cloud we're using rumble video rumble's been around a long time i mean they're probably the leader in video technology that protects free speech and really, they're the only competitor globally to, to YouTube. So, you know, we're happy with that with that partnership. I think that on the bigger question, um, this is going to be something that Congress is going to have to get to the bottom of. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I had a good idea of the shadow banning because, of course, we caught them back in 17 and 18 doing it to me. Never really thought or expected that they would boot a former president off. Well, he was a current sitting president at the time, <laughs> yeah. booted him off of all, all the platforms. Followed by millions of other Americans that got booted from platforms and it continues to this day. But didn't know, little surprising, that and, and John, i mean, you know the reporting better than, than Amanda and I, but that that you'd have US intelligence agencies working directly with these companies to target American citizens, pull their information, glean their data, you know, without a subpoena, right? Which is I think which is which is the key. It was almost yeah. like a partnership to promote the Biden administration, the extreme left's agenda in this country. Yeah, you're
0: exactly right. Uh, Devin, we only got about 45 seconds left. You've got instant messaging coming out. I know a lot of people are going to be excited about that. So I know a few weeks off or a month off. But tell us about that and how that changes an already vibrant community inside truth.
3: Yeah, look, we're trying to build, as you know, we're very methodical in how we build something. We build it, we test it, we make sure it works. So we're in the process of that right now with direct messaging. It's one of the two key features that we have left left to build out. So one is we open in the UK. We're trying to get a few more countries open here in the next few weeks. That's that's on our plate right now. We're also trying to get direct messaging. I mean, we're testing it. It's nearly complete. And then, of course, the big feature that we'd like to build out by the end of the year uh, is the group function, because what we're trying to be is we're trying to take the best of TikTok, the best of Instagram, the best of Facebook and the guest of Twitter and put it onto true social one time.
0: Yeah, that's such an important development. Well, we're keeping all eyes on this. I know our users love it. And uh, thank you for the update. We'll be in touch real soon because I
3: know a lot more coming on. Thanks a lot. Great to be with you guys.
0: All right, folks, welcome back. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the interview with former President Donald Trump, as well as former Congressman and current Trump Media Technology Group CEO, Devin Nunes. Two important interviews, a lot of news in them. Hopefully you enjoyed them and got something from them. There was a lot there. We'll have a great show tomorrow. Victoria Coates, one of the great national security experts in the country, will be joining us. As well as Andy Mangione. If you haven't met Andy, he is one of the most important voices in grassroots America. He runs AMAC Action, the grassroots arm of AMAC, our new partner. And that is where so many things are getting done in state houses around the country, in federal agencies in the country, making things better for retirees, making better people for prescription drugs, making better for election integrity. The Grassroots Army, 340,000 volunteers join the AMAC Army at AMAC Action. And Andy's going to give us an update on what they're working on, what's important, why we all need to be on top of the news. Now, before we go, I always like to introduce you to one of our partners. We have great partners, sponsors, advertisers. They make products and services that are great, and they offer something special for you and me. We get a discount. We get a special opportunity To do this. And one of those are my good friends at MedKline. They have the ultimate therapeutic sleep system, particularly for those who have trouble getting a good night's sleep or have shoulder pain or neck pain. MedKline offers clinically proven solutions that have brought pain relief and better night's sleep to customers like me. That's right. Whether you suffer from shoulder pain, nighttime acid reflux, that's a big problem. A lot of people Suffering from that. They don't even know it. They're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I have pain. Turns out it's reflex and GERD in your upper gut. That's something that you can, you can actually address. That's what med can do. They can create a patented pillow system just for you to cushion your body in a sleeping position that's supremely more comfortable and better for your health. Doctors recommend and clinically have proven that this really works, that MedCline's products work. That's a good deal, right? So if you are looking for an effective natural acid reflux treatment or something that will give you relief from shoulder pain and you're all looking for a better night's sleep, you know what? Check out MedCline. In fact, 95% of patients reported an overall improvement in their sleep quality when they started using MedCline. That's pretty cool. 95%, I'd take that record any day. Now, customers can set up a complimentary appointment with a medcline sleep specialist for personal assistance. That's great. You get a custom solution. That's a great deal. The medcline team can help you find the best product to help relieve your nighttime pain and truly sleep better. Now, this is interesting. I was out at my cabin up in the Shenandoah's. For some reason, Judy, my wife loves the mattress up there. I always wake up with shoulder pain, back pain, like right in the right below the shoulder blade. And I couldn't get comfortable up there, and MedCline sent me one of these specially designed mats. You put it underneath you. I slept. I woke up the next morning, no pain. I didn't feel like I'd played a whole football game and been sacked five times. It is an extraordinarily comfortable sleep, and it's amazing how a little tiny adjustment in your sleep posture, because of the MedCline system, I suddenly had the pain gone. I I now want to take it back to the house, but I don't really have a pain at the main house. It's just at the bed out there, but it made my life so much better at the cabin. And so if you have something like that, you got reflux, you wake up with aching pain in your gut, right above in your chest, shoulder pain, neck pain, I'm telling you, MedCline can create a custom solution for you that really, really works. And the answer is, oh, here's one other thing. I bet you didn't know this. It's tax-deductible. You can use your FSA to buy a MedCline product, a sleep system, and it becomes tax-deductible and covered by an FSA or HSA medical expense plan. That's a good deal, right? So use some of that medical money you've been saving up tax-free and put it towards a better night's rest to get started on this journey to take advantage of the discounts you only get because you're a member of the just the news john solomon reports family go to medcline m-e-d-c-l-i-n-e dot com slash just news one more time medcline m-e-d-c-l-i-n-e dot com slash just news you're going to get 20 percent off plus a better night's sleep less pain more comfort better sleep what a good deal! Twenty percent off to do that too. So go to medclinecom justnews. That's medclin ecom justnews. Get that twenty percent. Get that custom system. Get sleeping better. Get sleeping pain free. I am now. In fact, I'll be going up to the cabin in the next few weeks. I'm going to be on that Medcline sleep system. And I know I'm going to be a lot more comfortable than I was for the six or seven years before this. That is how good the system is. Go check it out today, medcline.com slash just news. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Have a great rest of the day. We'll be back tomorrow with another great podcast. Until then, God bless you, and God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from just the news.